Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to this week's latest episode of Can I Kick an FC? I'm your host, as always, Elliot Barr. And joining me is not only a lady that can fix your teeth if you have dental issues, but can also score a bunch of goals, Mr. Crystal Yuea. How are you doing, ma'am? Good. How are you? I'm good. I cannot complain. I am tired, but I'm doing good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that completely. Right. Well, you are really going through it, not only with dentistry, but like you got a big test coming up soon, right? Yeah. So I have my big boards exam that I'm taking. You have you can kind of take it like anytime before like December of your fourth year. But with mm-hmm. the soccer season coming up, I was like, I should get this out of the way so I can, you know, focus a little bit more on that and have fun with that. Yeah, that that's probably the right call. So with yeah. these board exams, are you looking to place anywhere or what is that about? Uh, it's basically just like, um, everything you've learned from the first three years all into one exam. And so it's just like a pass-fail type of thing. Yeah. How long is that? Is that I got to imagine that's like two hours. Uh, it's longer than that. I think it's like 500 questions total, and it's split into like two days. Yeah. yeah no. No. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um. Yeah, I definitely understand why we were like, hey, we got to do this interview now. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I wish you the best of luck with that. Thank you. I appreciate I that. Also, in great news, um, your, well, I don't know if it's your home nation, but your, your origin country, Cameroon, qualified for the World Cup. How do you feel about that? I'm feeling good. You know, I always had faith that we could do it, but I'm glad. I mean, it was a close one from what I saw, but I'm glad we made it. <laughs> right, right. Um, I want to ask you about that. Like, being someone of Cameroon origin, have you always felt really connected to the country? Or is it kind of just like, oh, wow, like, they're really about to, like, are you, do you feel close to them, I should say? Uh, I do, just because I still have, like, so much family back there. Mm-hmm. And so everyone in my family, except for me, because I'm the youngest, was born there, too. So, you know, I still have, like, all my cousins, grandparents that are still alive are back there. And so my parents, like, my dad came here when he was, like, 26. So, yeah, there's a lot still back there. <laughs> <laughs> so I imagine with Cameroonian parents that education and, like, education assessment is, like, high <laughs> up on the list. If there are oh, like, yeah. Caribbean parents, I imagine <laughs> how they are. Yeah, it's like you already know. Like people, when I tell them in Cameroon, they're like, "Oh." Then I tell them like what my brother and sister and I are doing, and they're like, "That makes sense." <laughs> so what are your brother and sister doing? So my brother, he just finished his MBA at um, University of Michigan, and so he's an investment banker now. And then mm-hmm. my sister is graduating medical school in like two months. Oh wow! Yep. Is this your youngest sister or oldest sister? Uh, they're both older. She's my older sister. Okay. Yeah, so are you kind of following in her footsteps when it comes to school, medical? Um. Well, because I did, so I'm doing dental. So, you know, like, I guess the healthcare has always been in my family because my mom's a doctor too. But I didn't want to go down, like, the medical school route. And I like, like, using my hands, more of a hands-on person. So yeah. dentistry just kind of, like, spoke to me. And I've always loved going to the dentist. I know I'm a weird one. Since I was young. Okay, now I need you to explain. Do you love going to the dentist? Yeah, it's like to get in your teeth clean. Like, why wouldn't you like doing that? So you just I mean, sit yeah. there and someone else does it for you. I mean, yeah, getting your teeth clean is cool. But like, like I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Going to the dentist is like one of the most annoying things for me. Because you just like that silence. You know, you hear is the drill going. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> 
I don't know what it was, but I always loved it. Like getting my teeth cleaned was my favorite. <laughs> wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so I'm learning something new every day. <laughs> well, I want to pivot a little bit, talk to you about your soccer career. How did mm-hmm. you come into love soccer? Like, how did you first start playing it? How did you get exposed to it? Uh, my older siblings played, and then I had, like, my uncle was a coach, you know, just like one of the rec local teams around us. And I think I was, like, about four, and he let me play with the older kids. So I just started playing, and I don't know, I just kind of fell in love with it. You know, I started seeing, I guess, at a young age that I was pretty good at it, too. So that obviously was helpful and, like, inspired me to want to be better and stuff, too. Mm. So were you always playing forward when you were growing up, or were you kind of, like, all over the place? i always been a forward. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Always been a forward. So mm-hmm. you have no problem scoring, I can see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so how was your, like, high school career? I want to start off there before we talk about, like, Michigan State and things like that. Like, your okay. high school career, what were some of the biggest highlights in in that part of your life? So I was pretty fortunate. I had, like, a really, really good high school. Like, we – I'm trying to think. My freshman year, you know, I was on varsity all four years, which was nice. And then freshman year, we were good. My sophomore year, we actually won the state championship, Division One state championship. And I think we had, like, nine of the 11 starters going to play in college, and, like, six or seven were at Division One schools. <laughs> so, like, okay. we were, yeah, we were. Y'all was tagged. Y'all was out there yeah. with four of those teams. <laughs> exactly. Okay. And then my junior year, like, still good. I won, like, one of the, um, I can't even think what the name of it was, local player of the year awards like that. And then senior year, I was fortunate enough to, you know, make like the dream team, like all those awards I was able to get. And so, yeah, it was just like a fun time. You know, you're like in your kind of early teens. I mean, I bet it is if you racking up 10 nothing score lines. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So at an early age, like, did you have to learn how to balance, you know, high academic achievement and like uh, athletic achievement at the same time? Yeah, I for sure definitely when I was younger placed a little bit more on like the athletic side. My parents could tell you that part. (laughs) But then, you know, they're like, soccer's not going to be forever. And I'm like, you guys are right. So then, you know, that kind of, that switch kind of went off my head. I guess I was, I was getting older, but I just guess you learn like, okay, if I want to be able to go to soccer practice, because my parents like did not play around. It's like, if you don't finish stuff, like, they don't care if you're the star player, like, the team needs you or anything like they, and, you know, I had to depend on them to drive me. It's like, they're not taking me unless, like, my stuff is done. That sounds so, like, like, like my mom. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay, well, if you're, like, you know, I had to get all my schoolwork done or make sure, like, you know, I had my course studying done so that I could go to practice and things like that. So, yeah, I just I had to learn from an early age. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, so let's go talk about your recruitment to Michigan State. What mm-hmm. other places did you look at? You know, what made you feel like Michigan State was the place for you? Yeah, so I looked at – wow, this is so long ago. <laughs> I'm really trying to think back. But I know I had gone to a lot of, like, the um, elite camps, which is, like, a one-day camp, you know, where the coaches kind of for, like, higher-level players. Coaches can see you play, like, at their field. And so I know like Northwestern, I had a really big interest there. And then like Maryland, University of Maryland um, in College Park, that was another one. And then Grand Valley actually as well, because they were in Michigan and they're a really, really, really good um, Division II program. 
like they always win the national championship and stuff. And then just being like a local Michigan girl as well, that helped. And then I feel like it wasn't until it was my sophomore year when we played that state championship game at Michigan State. And I remember seeing like the fans from Okemos, because it's like pretty close to each other, how much they came out to support the games. And I was like, man, like, I don't know if I can let this go, like this family support, you know, community support, people who know me. And so that was like one of my biggest things for Michigan State was because one of my family friends be able to come to my games. Oh, okay. So family mm-hmm. being able to go there. Yeah. Right. I mean, that is that is a big proponent of it. Yeah. So I can tell, like, at your time at Michigan State, you were, oh, correct me if I'm wrong, you were the star player, more or less, I want to say. What do you say? I said you were more or less like the star player, right? Um, I wouldn't, no, I honestly wouldn't say I was. Okay. Yeah. Because I was reading these stats and I was like, <laughs> she was legit, like. I would say I was legit. (laughs) So how was it your freshman year there? Like, what were some of the big transitions you had to make to get adjusted to playing college-level soccer? Freshman year was tough. It was just, I guess, more of like the, you know, physicality side of things, especially in the Big Ten itself. Like, our conference is known to be one of, like, the most physical conferences. And so Mm -hmm. just having to get up to speed with, like, fitness. And then I had never really gone through, like, lifting, you know, like, with a trainer or something. Like, I just kind of relied on, like, my natural athleticism for most of my career. So that big transition of having to actually put in, like, so much work to be able to even just have a chance to play was a big eye-opener. <laughs> <laughs> right. I imagine, like, being a freshman walking onto the field, you're like, oh, so these are elite. <laughs> these are different I, level athletes. I remember girls were, like, like, I feel like I was always, like, one of the strongest in, like, high school and stuff, you know. And I remember I came – I think we played a team in California. The girls were like six two, six three, like six one. Like definitely had more like meat on their bones than I did. And I was like, oh, so I can't just like get away with this now. And like I remember some center back hit me so hard. I just fell flat to the ground. It was like my welcome to college moment. <laughs> so you had a flying through the air moment. You were like, oh, yes. this is life. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let me ask you this, then. What was, that first ever training session you had at Michigan State, mm-hmm. how badly was it for you? Like, how quickly did you adjust to training in college versus high school? I remember that. Like, it was yesterday because it's so funny. One of the girls I know, I'm good friends with her now, but she was a center back, and she would not let me, like, touch the ball. You know, it's like if you're a senior or, like, older, you got to let the – you can't let the freshman come in easy they have to know that it's hard to get in there. So I was able to just like right away, but I remember being like, oh, okay. Like this is, this is the real deal. <laughs> I imagine so. I mean, this is the hierarchy. This is the hierarchy. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so your sophomore year, you scored, I believe is your first ever goal against Michigan. How important yeah. was that goal for you? Like how cool did it feel? To score that was a big one. <laughs> that was a big one just because obviously it was against Michigan. And then I had a lot of family and friends come to that game. I remember that game. It was like one of our bigger games. And I think I'd been kind of just like in a rut. You know, I wasn't used to like not scoring a lot, just coming from high school and like club and stuff. So to finally get that goal, it just, it was almost like a weight off my shoulders yeah. too. So, yeah. Speaking about that weight on your shoulders, like you were a pre-dental major. At Michigan State, mm-hmm. you time on the soccer team. Yeah. So, like, the mental stress and, and I imagine, like, how tiring that must have been. Like, how was it 
for you dealing with it, you know, being a top level D1 athlete and then also having this difficulty in a demanding major? Yeah. I mean, it was hard, but honestly, I think these schools do such a good job with like, especially with helping athletes out with being able to manage that stress. Like I had an academic advisor, still talk to her to this day that was able to help me so much. You know, she like scheduled my classes for me basically. So it's like, I didn't have to worry about that stuff because she knew like when I had practice, like when I had to be there for lift, like all this stuff. And then my coaches were also super, um, you know, forgiving and understanding if like I had to miss a couple of practices because a class was only offered at this time or if I had to come late to practice or something. Wow. So that's good mm-hmm. to see. That's good to see the coach was yeah. like, understanding. I'm like, hey, look, there's more to life than this. Exactly. They placed a big, um, you know, they made it a big point to make academics very up there, mm-hmm. which was nice. So people like weren't scared to tell them like, oh, I'm going to miss, like, I have to go to this class. It's only offered at this time. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So take a little pause from your athletic career back to Michigan mm-hmm. State. Do you find yourself <laughs> more having more hatred, I guess, towards Michigan or Ohio State? it's so funny because I grew up a Michigan fan because my dad went there for undergrad (laughs) or for his like you know grad school or whatever so I've always been a U of M fan and like I was barely around Michigan State that much like never went to any games or anything until like I committed there and then started going to more things wow so okay so hold on let's 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 unpack this a little bit (laughs) so dad went to U of yep where did mom go she went to Johns Hopkins so she could do her master's. Okay, so yep. mom was definitely the smartest out of everybody. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> John Hopkins. I'm from Virginia, and I have friends in the Maryland area, so I know about John Hopkins, and I'm oh, like, that's yeah. a whole different level of education up exactly. there. Exactly. <laughs> uh, older brother went to UM, right? Yeah, he went there for his grad school, but he went to Kalamazoo College for undergrad. Okay, and where did mm-hmm. sister? Where did your sister go? So she went to Hope College for undergrad, but then she went to U of M for her master's program, and then Michigan State for med school. So she's like, <laughs> okay, right so in the, the story, pretty much everyone is is tied to the maize and blue. Yes, except for me. <laughs> so, so they didn't recruit you. No one that no. like, wow. I know. My dad, I think he still will never let them live it down. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I would at least thought, like, they would at least throw, like, an offer and be like, hey, you know, come come join the family. Right? Wow. Nope. Nothing. So, with you being the Spartan in the family, do you kind of rub it in your family's face? Of like, oh yes, every <laughs> single chance I get, like any game we win, I just like send the looking eyes to the family group chat, <laughs> <laughs> and oh, they man. just know. They just know. They just, they just know. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm trying to think. The Michigan State beat Michigan this year in football. Mm. Um, I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure you sent some looking eye emojis after they lost to Georgia in the blowout that was. In the college football playoff. Oh yeah, I was like, great game, guys. Because <laughs> that's what my brother always says. We're like, oh, like Christelle, a good game by your team, and I'm like, I don't want to hear it right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that that is hilarious. That that is 100 percent hilarious. So 
when you scored this goal against Michigan, I I have to imagine you talked a massive amount of trash talk. I really like don't think I did. <laughs> that was your opportunity, right? There. It really was. I think more so because my senior year I scored against them again. Okay. And that was like a game winner. So I feel like more so there, I was like, you know, a little bit more like, ah. But the sophomore year goal, I was just like, I'm just going to take this and be humble and glad that I just got my goal finally. <laughs> so we see the difference in sophomores now and seniors. Now. Exactly. <laughs> we see the difference. So exactly. definitely about your senior year, you were one of the four captains. How mm-hmm. important was it to you to be named a captain? Um, It was, you know, pretty important. I'm glad that I was able to be named. I felt like I was really, really uh, good at connecting with people. So a lot of like the younger girls always came to me if they needed anything and like talked to me. So it's pretty like approachable. So I guess you wouldn't I wouldn't say I was like super surprised, but I was glad that I was named for sure. I mean you can you kinda had to know. Like, hey, I'm yeah. like guys, I'm gonna score against Michigan. Like come on. Exactly. <laughs> oh, okay, last question about this. But when you score against Michigan, does like the team or does like the campus treat you a little bit differently? Like, hey, like you you scored against that school up there. <laughs> I feel like my sophomore year, because so many people were at that game, I definitely remember like going out that night and people saying stuff to me. But senior year was like a rainy. I remember our game was supposed to be like a Saturday underneath the lights. Game got canceled because the weather. And so, like, nobody really came on Sunday, and it was just, like, pouring rain still. So people, you know, like, message me and stuff, but not too much recognition in person. Ah, <laughs> uh, true, true, true. Yeah. Um, NCAA tournament, how, like, how was that experience? Did you guys make it to the tournament? I was no. Trying to okay. So we, it was, like, my sophomore is probably the closest that we got, but we never were able to make it, you know, ever since they added – like Rutgers in Maryland, and we have like 14 teams now in the Big Ten, it's pretty tough to make it. Wow. Did I ever like eat at you athletically? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Because I thought sophomore year, like, we for sure were going to make it. Like, there was no doubt in my mind. What happened sophomore year? Like, you guys just missed out on a game or something? Or It's like we had to, like, we had one thing we could just like could not lose to Ohio State. And it's like we had to, so win or tie. And then there are other teams playing, and it's like, it was like, you know, teams that are at the top of the bracket versus the bottom. And for some reason, just like, even if we would have lost, but the top teams won, we would have made it. But of course, like, the bottom team somehow beat, like, the top team, so we just were completely out. <laughs> just completely out. Just yep. Out. <laughs> it was just All like, right. dang. <laughs> <laughs> so, you finish up senior year, you graduate. What is your thought? Are you thinking about going pro? Or are you like, all right, I've done my four years. I'm going to put that aside and just go full-blown until, you know, being a dentist mm-hmm. and playing in people's mouths. <laughs> so, as we said, I have African parents. So, <laughs> I felt like the whole playing after school thing was never, like, I think I mentioned it, like, a couple times. Like, kind of as, like, a joke. But, you know, just to see, like, what they'd say about it. And they're like, oh, like, they they for sure, like, didn't even take me serious. <laughs> Oh, wow. Like, it was just like, oh, well, no. Like, you're going to dental school. I'm like, okay, okay. Just thought I'd try it out, you know. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna go to dental school. I would have always gone to dental school, but it's like, 
dental school is always going to be there. I'm not always going to be in shape to be playing soccer. <laughs> right. Like, these hands are always going to be here, Mom. Exactly. But these but... knees. <laughs> <laughs> My mom was, like, always so concerned with me getting hurt. That was, like, so when I was done and, like, no more injuries, she was like, yes, like, that's it. You're done. You're done. <laughs> oh, my God. So please don't tell me your mom. Like, okay, so did you ever have, like, a big injury or anything during college? I actually, so my junior year is when I had, like, my two. It was, like, an MCL tear and oh. then, like, an LCL. Yeah. So I almost made it through, like, my whole career never getting hurt. So was was mom in that game or no? Um. Yeah. She Did she was. run on the field and like? <laughs> she didn't run on the field because you know they have like the fences. But I remember my dad, my sister always like recorded because my dad was like crazy at games, and he literally you just hear when they're recording like you killed my daughter out there on the field, because <laughs> I was just laying down there. Oh my god, what was it? I'm pretty. I, I know you're going through pain at this moment, but what was going through your head? You was like, Dad, you're embarrassing me. I don't know if I heard. I honestly don't think I heard him. <laughs> <laughs> but like everyone else did and it was just so funny wow I mm-hmm. can imagine that, I can imagine that. <laughs> Is, so you said like you kind of made the decision to go on to dental school mm-hmm. um, what was in your process what were you looking for in the school and what made you decide to go to uh, Minnesota so I definitely was looking for a big school in like a bigger city and then I wanted a school that had like sports still just because in my time, like I got to tailgate a little bit, you know, get him out, but I still wanted to do like the young college things just to make myself feel younger while I was in grad school. Oh my and gosh. so I was like, summer with the football team for sure, like the Big Ten would be nice. So, and then I remember Minnesota when we came here is one of like my favorite campuses to visit because I just thought it was so nice and pretty. And obviously we were here like when it was still summer out or like nice out, not in the right. winter. Right. So you're a golden gopher as well. So, yeah. so how does that go when they play Sparty? Oh, for sure, Chair of Mission State every time. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're just at you're just at you, Minnesota just for the vibes and exactly. Okay, exactly. <laughs> okay, all right. That, that that makes a lot of sense. I feel. But you right. when Minnesota plays Wisconsin, I always cheer for Minnesota. <laughs> that Can't one's like there. you have to exactly. Can't go wrong there. Can't go wrong there. So. Dental school, how is that whole thing? Like, how I know it has to be difficult, but how difficult is it for you? So, I feel like um, it's weird because obviously in college I had soccer, which was taking a big part of my time up, but was still able to like balance academics. And then I come to dental school and like I have no soccer, and I'm like, wait, I actually have more time like to do stuff than I thought. This is only like first semester, first year though. They they ease this into it. Yeah. And so I remember first semester, first year, I'm like, oh my God, this is not that bad. Like I don't have to like soccer. I don't have to be anywhere at a certain time. Like I can just do my work when I want to, like, you know. And then our second semester, like I think we had like twenty-eight credits or something that we were taking. And so yeah, I've just like never been that busy with like school only in a really long time. And so it's nice, like, having, you know, your friends and people to study with, which was really mm-hmm. helpful. But then we went into uh, COVID hit my first, or second semester of my first year. I, like, went home for what I thought was spring break, ended up staying home from March until June. Yeah, when COVID hit, because I'm was i a teacher, when COVID hit, I was oh, like, yeah. 
Oh yeah, dog. We're gonna be back. We'll probably be out like two weeks. Spring break. Yeah. We'll be back, my bay. Yep. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened to us. Our dean is like, Yeah, we're just gonna push you guys coming back for like a week. And he's like, Okay, we're just gonna give me like another week. And he's like, Yeah, like we'll tell you guys when to come back because <laughs> we don't know what's happening. Yeah. Everything. Um mm-hmm. so now fast forward. Here we are. USL is coming up with a women's league. Mm-hmm. What is going into your head? Like, how are you thinking? Like, maybe I should try for this, or like, yes. how did this whole thing happen? <laughs> yeah, so I always played on like these teams um, in undergrad in the summer just to keep in shape our coach like one best, so you know, keep playing soccer. And so when I came here initially, I was like, oh, they'll probably be a good team, like Minneapolis. You know, it's a pretty big city. I remember there's just like no team, and I'm like, dang, okay, well, I'll just play like. um recreational get the like through the school you know and then one of my friends she played soccer around here at Augsburg University so she kind of has more connection within like the Minneapolis soccer community and so she's the one who actually sent me the flyer on Instagram and she was like hey like there's a new team coming here like you 100% should try out and I'm like oh wait a minute yeah I'm like hmm this actually is interesting but I think it was like the January I got back from winter break and obviously I was at home just like eating and living life and not like thinking about working out. So I'm like, Ooh, that's going to be a tough turnaround for trying to be in shape. But I was like, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> like worst that happens is I just don't make it. But at least I tried it. Kind knew I'd be mad at myself if I never tried out. Yeah. And so, yeah, I went to the tryout like First, like I said, end of the first week of January, it went pretty well. I kept telling them, like, hey, probably the oldest one here, just, like, watch out for my knees, giving out or something happening to me. Okay. <laughs> I remember I went up to the trainer, and I was like, yeah, like, just keep an eye out for me. <laughs> icy hot. Keep it ready. Exactly. <laughs> keep the icy hot ready. Yes. <laughs> and then she was just, like, laughing, and she's like, okay, okay, I got to do. But, you know, I made it through the two hours barely okay. <laughs> for it. sure was like i'll sit out the first scrimmage like you got you girls go ahead <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah it was it was really good though and like uh the coaches and everything were super sweet and nice and yeah so i really enjoyed it i thought i had a good tryout too oh right. i'm imagine you did so when you were going through the trial did you let them know like hey i'm a dental student like what was their reaction <laughs> <clears throat> So, like, before you tried out, you had to fill out all these forms. And one of them talked about, like, your availability for the team. And it was, like, and then it's, like, what you're doing now, kind of. And so I kind of told them on that form, like, hey, you know, obviously I love soccer and stuff, but this can't be, like, my number one, number one priority right now just because I am a dental student. Like, if that's the reason I don't make a team, I understand. But if they're willing to work with me, like, that's even better. And so, Yeah. yeah, Coach Cole called me. We kind of talked about school and everything. She was like, you know, as long as you communicate with us, like, we're willing to help you and work with you, which is nice. Hey, this is Elliot. Sorry to interrupt the pod that you're enjoying right now. Promise we'll get back to it as quick as possible. But I just want to say thank you guys for taking the time for listening to this episode. If you want to support us further, you can do so by following us on Instagram at CanIKickItFC and on Twitter at C-I-K-I-F-C. Again, you can follow us on Twitter at Can I Kick It FC and also on Twitter 
C-I-K-I-F-C. Thanks. I'll see you guys later. Yeah, that's good to see. That's good to mm-hmm. see. Because now I'm kind of seeing the pattern of, like, throughout your career, you've always had people that were willing to work with you, whereas it very easily could have been, like, no, you have to either choose this or choose that, whether it's exactly. your parents or high school, college, whatever. Yep, exactly. Why do you think that's so important? Why, like, because you hear so many athletes say, like, they never really got that support. What does it mean mm-hmm. for you to, like, have that support with you? Like, from you know, different coaches and just, like, my parents and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it allows me to be fully present in, like, both things I'm doing, you know, without, like, feeling bad. And so it's, like, I can focus as much as my energy as I want into soccer, knowing that, you know, my teachers or something are supporting me to, like, give it my all into soccer. But at the same time, like, they know that I'm going to be trying in the school side of stuff because my soccer coaches or, like, my parents are supporting me fully to, like, make sure my academics are good and okay. So it's, like, the balance of being able to give effort into both of them without having to, I guess, feel bad or having to feel like I have to really just prioritize or choose one over the other. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I imagine that's that has to be amazing. So yeah. I will say this though, when I went to go look at like the roster for the Minnesota mm-hmm. Aurora, um, I do find it cool and awesome that your picture is the only one of you in like the, the um I can't even remember the correct term for it. Oh my scrubs. Yeah, your scrubs. Yeah. Everyone else is the college <laughs> picture. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, I know who she does. I was like, uh, I don't know if I feel like scrolling that far back on my phone to look for my roster picture right now. <laughs> so we, that is very less. We know that that everyone other's picture probably is like a couple of years behind. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, oh, also, I forgot to ask you this question. Since you did, I'm assuming Minnesota has a women's soccer team. They don't actually. Oh, okay. Because I was going to ask you, like, do you ever run into any of those players or anything like that? No, they they only have a men's team. I remember I was looking forward to that, too. I'm like, oh, like, you know, Michigan doesn't have, like, an NWSL team. And I love watching, like, women's soccer, obviously. Yeah. And there's no team here. So I'm like, dang. But hopefully I feel like this would be a city that can start it. So. Yeah. So who do you follow in NWSL? Do you have, like, a certain team or player or anything? Um, no teams really. It's mostly like Alex Morgan. <laughs> That's my girl. <laughs> okay. Okay. I remember, I don't remember which World Cup I first. Maybe it was the twenty fifteen one or twenty eleven that I I was like, yep, she she's it. Like that's my girl. Love yeah. watching her play. Everything she does. And then I usually am really um I like the U.S. Women's National Team. Obviously, like I watch like every one of their games. I try not to miss the game with them. <laughs> but the team is becoming so new. I feel like they're bringing in a lot of, like, younger or, like, newer players, you know? Yeah. So the players I kind of, like, grew up watching are kind of moving on. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, I feel you, though. I feel you. Because I think the first Women's World Cup that I was like, all right, I'm going to watch every single game and I'll be all in until mm-hmm. it was definitely 2018. So, oh, was- yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I was all in, and like Roosevelt, all of them. And then the pandemic yep. happened. I was thinking to myself, like, if that's the last World Cup we ever see, I feel pretty good. <laughs> that's true. I feel pretty good about this. That's very true. <laughs> but speaking but about yeah. the women's national team, like, 
we're starting to see this, like you said, like a lot of the older players are starting to phase out, but you're starting to see mm-hmm. a more diverse group, a lot more black women coming to be star mm-hmm. players, like Academy Macario, players like that. For you yourself as a professional athlete, how does that make you feel to start to see more people of color kind of break through through the women's national team and things like that? Yeah, it feels good. I think Crystal Dunn was one of like the first people. I remember I followed her back in like her UNC days she was just so good and then seeing her be able to make it to the national team I was like okay so like we can really do this you know because before I was like went through the like Olympic development program like ODP we're kind of like you know I feel that's like what a lot of players go through hold on hold and on. then <laughs> whoa wait <laughs> let's let's unpack this you went to the Olympic development academy so it's like Olympic development program, you start at like the state level and then you go with your state team and then you can get like um, recruited from playing those games, make it to the regional team, which so I went to regional team, went to regional camp. And then I think I was like, I played forward there and I got like MVP or something for like scoring there. And then after that, I was like, I feel like I haven't been in this like program or group, you know, long enough. For anything to go further but that's like where a lot of girls can even start to see like national team call-ups and stuff like that or like for even like the under 23 or like under 20 teams and stuff like that so it's kind of like you know there's a lot of politics I guess you could say that don't usually favor women of color and so being able to see people like Crystal Dunn and even like Lynn Williams and people like that I'm like yes 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 like we're making some progress not a lot of progress but some progress is being made for sure. So there's an alternate universe where I'm talking to you, where you're a women's national team player. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> there's something to do on every podcast. All right. Um, I guess well, I, I want to ask you this last question, and then I hope I'm not taking up too much of your time. Oh I no, you you're not. Um. One, how? What are your goals and expectations for this season coming up with Minnesota overall? Like, what are you expecting to do this year? I honestly have like no expectations really. So I feel like that's why I'm kind of excited for it. I'm just like, I don't know. Like, if we come out and like win the championship, like our first year, like that's amazing. If we also come out and like, you know, I obviously want to like win a good amount of games, but. If we don't, it's like I still have to play competitive soccer. I'm just excited, honestly, to be able to be in this competitive nature again because it's been a long time, and I really, really did miss it a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah. my last question for you is being being an African-American woman mm-hmm. and having not only two dualities of being a future dentist but also like a professional soccer player. hmm not how difficult it is, but do you ever find yourself just sitting back and thinking, like, I should not be able to do this, and yet I am proving everybody wrong? Oh, yes. I have those talks with myself a lot of times, but I feel like, you know, it's hard. I guess growing up, like I've been saying, I didn't really see many people, like, who look like me either playing, like, a women's national team or even, like, just the city I grew up in didn't see, like, black dentist my mom obviously saw her being like a doctor and everything but other than that 
I haven't really had many women of color to be able to like see and be like, oh, okay, like that is something I could do. So I kind of feel like I'm like not groundbreaking because there's already so many people doing it. But for me personally, and like my age kind of, it feels good. <laughs> I feel like the little kids, you know, can see someone like me and be like, okay, okay, like this could be a possibility, honestly. I hate to break it to you, but you are groundbreaking. <laughs> Look, you're, you're about to be a dentist and a professional soccer player. I don't think <laughs> too many people are juggling those two careers. Lugative. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Everyone's so, first question to me is like, how are you going to do it? And I'm like, I've been balancing school and academic or school and soccer my whole life. Like, it's kind of like weird. It was weird when I wasn't balancing it. So, yeah. how does how is mom taking it? You, you know, because when you, I'm pretty sure there was like a year or so where she was like, "Oh, my daughter's not playing sports," and then you told her like, "Hey, yeah. mom, just got signed." I remember they like Aurora's like, "Hey, like your player announcement's coming up," and I'm like, "Ooh, probably should tell my parents about this." <laughs> <laughs> so wait you haven't even told your parents that you know i no i didn't tell my tried out nope i was like whatever you know like, but they don't know it won't hurt them like if i don't make this team i don't need to worry them like it's okay but then i found out i made it like in january i want to say and i was just like oh, i'll just you know like i'll tell them eventually and then when the player analysis came out i'm like oh my gosh i haven't told my parents yet i need to tell them so how did that go? <laughs> it honestly went better than expected. I remember I called my dad and I'm like, hey. And he's like, what? Like, I can hear something in your voice. <laughs> yeah, that's the dad voice. Like, yeah. do you want money or food? What is it? <laughs> and I'm like, so, you know, the soccer teams I used to play for this summer when I was in school at Michigan State, my dad is like, oh, gosh. And I'm like, yeah, so I actually tried out for a team here and I made it. Yeah, I'm going to be playing. <laughs> like, really fast. And he was like, what? <laughs> and then I'm like, don't worry, like it's gonna be really good, you know, it's gonna be good for networking. You know, I try to bring like the school side of it. It's gonna be good for like networking, just like meeting new people and making new connections. And they're like, Wow, they're like, you're so funny. Like we knew you were never gonna give it up fully, but I guess that's good for you. Just don't get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> don't get hurt. Yes. Like don't go for a bunch of goals. Like, do not ruin your knees. Exactly. <laughs> Well, yeah. Um, man, this this has been an amazing podcast this year. It's yeah, I loved it. <laughs> amazing. Um, any final thoughts? Any final things you want to say? Um, thank you for having me and inviting me on this. Honestly, I love just like getting to talk, especially because you know I don't really know many people from around. Or are you from the Minnesota area? No, I'm not. I am far away. Oh. I'm from Virginia. I was gonna say I don't know people around here, so it's fun, but never mind. <laughs> but don't worry, like I will definitely watching some Minnesota Aurora games. Okay, I wonder like how people are gonna be able to watch because like my parents for sure are gonna want to watch, but I don't really know. That we'll try to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll, we'll try to figure out. that out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I guess just like thank you for having me on this. Like it was really fun talking to you. And everything oh. and meeting you. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. um, where can everybody connect with you after you finish doing your uh, board exams? After my board exams, because, you know, once April 1st hits, I need to delete all social media. <laughs> yeah, so, for like a 48 hour test, you better do everything. 
literally i'm like i might as well just throw turn my phone off and put it like underneath somewhere <laughs> yeah yeah you might as well <laughs> but my instagram is um at k and then y e w a h 10 and i'm pretty sure that's my twitter handle as well okay all right what'd you say are you gonna wear the number 10 from minnesota I'm fingers crossed. I had to pick three numbers, and that was like my number one number. Okay. So, what three did you we'll pick? See. I picked 10, 9, and then 24, RIP Kobe. But I was like, about to represent. Okay. Did you always <laughs> yeah. work 10? Was 10 always your number? Yeah, 10 was like, that was it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, we just want to say thank you for taking the time out of your day. Um, it's a pleasure talking to you. You as well. All right.